Leia. I'm here with Mo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're new friends. We met in Montreal. Very excited to be here. We're both sipping on some some teas. Yeah. Little Smirnoff. <laughs> with um, you might also be hearing some crunching, and that's because I, a little pizza. I burned the pizza. Tragically. Taylor burned the pizza and then the smoke alarm went off. <laughs> and the house actually caught on fire. The whole uh, house caught on fire. We're recording outside in the alley beside what used to be your house. I'm so sorry about that. Sorry, Mara. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. I mean, this is how you're going to be learning. We're going to send this to you. <laughs> um, so because Mo is a new friend, we haven't talked about sex that much. So there's so much to talk about. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and just like off the top, I'm not... Damn. I think I've mentioned this to you before, but like the whole world of sex and everything like that is fairly new to me. Does that make sense? No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. What age... <laughs> what? Jumping right into uh, it. <laughs> what age did you start having sex? Just like out of curiosity. I was 19. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was 19. And it was my first girlfriend. That's actually really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when it happened, I was like, wow. Like, we, were, her parents were out of town for the weekend. And oh. like, yeah, we'd only ever like hooked up in a car and stuff like that. <gasps> but like, we had never like done the deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, we had never done a deal, but then she, I remember her parents at the time, she was like, yeah, you gotta come over. And her brother was there, but like her room was in the basement. And um, yeah, eventually her brother left, I don't know what for. You know, I know what for. Uh, yeah, he had some good he intuition. Said, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he left and, you know, I lost my V card. And it was like surprisingly uneventful. I thought there was gonna be like lights. I thought people were gonna come in and give me like a certificate. Right. Have a cake baked. <laughs> Here you are, sir. Wow. That was my first time. Was, was it nice? Time. Like, was it a nice way to lose your virginity? I think so. I think so. Because I really loved that girl at the time. Like, I, I cared a lot about that relationship. Um, I think something that may have ruined it was, like, all my expectations that I had for it, for sure. Like, uh, did you have any expectations going to your first time? Because, like... Um, yes, but I think it was more of... I was just really scared because I'd heard that it was with a girl mm. and I'd heard that like getting girls to come was like very hard and very scary. Yeah. So I had done my research. <laughs> <laughs> the myth is like, it's impossible. Like all my guys were like, dude, it's almost impossible. bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, so every time I would look up like how to make a girl come in my private browser, <laughs> um, it would be like, a Cosmo article or whatever, which was just absolutely the least helpful thing. There was nothing for gay girls at all. And yeah. not that it's any different, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our techniques are very similar. But yeah, it was spooky, but I was also with somebody I loved. It was actually really romantic. Mm. Um, well, I don't know. This might sound cheesy to people, but it was romantic to me because we had... Um, her Tchaikovsky record playing on her record player and like candles were lit around and she had this incense that smelled like rose which yeah. I like just because she was like my first 
partner, I guess, I've like constantly been looking for that incense, the one that smells like rose, and I'll never mm -hmm. be able to like ask her what are it you, was. Are you too good? No. Oh. No, we are not. But that's okay. Yeah, that's a story for another time. <laughs> that is a story for another time. That's that's none of my business. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that first time is always super romantic. I think there's like, there's so much riding for it. Cause like you were still in high school at the time, hey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there's just so much like myth about it. <laughs> so much like so much emotion. build up. Yeah. I don't think everyone's first time is romantic because I've talked to specifically men about their first time and mm -hmm. they're always like I just wanted to get it over with and that makes me so sad yeah I think it, especially like a, it's like competition almost sometimes I, I, I know for like a, my best friend <laughs> he had sex at like he would have been like 13 years old really? And that yeah. feels like that's so young that is crazy uh, sorry <laughs> I can't say it. Uh, <laughs> um, instead of bleeping it, I'll put like a horse neighing sound over it. Just to stick with it. <laughs> oh, sure. Can, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah, but like. Yeah, it'll just be your neigh. <laughs> but no, there's like, there's so much insecurity attached to it. It's like after like, oh, your boy did it. Like, oh, we got to catch up. Like, it was a game to play. Um, did you, cons like, did they consider the girls at all in that in that game or was it like any girl at all would do um i think it was separate it was separate like the idea of losing your virginity like at least in my friend group like wasn't even connected to like who you were having girls with. yeah <laughs> gay <laughs> <laughs> well yo we came out a couple years later you know? uh, <laughs> but uh it, it, it was just like it, it was even beyond that. It was like, it was, it was even more serious than like, oh, like meeting up with a girl. Like, it was like, you lose your V card, you get to, you get to shit. Mm. Um, but I guess, yeah, I remember sometimes it was like really shitty. Like mom, uh, they'd be like, yo, I do anything for, for pussy right now. <laughs> like, That's me right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's lonely times. Right? It's still it's relatable. A, it's dry season. Oh, the pizza, the pie. The pie. Okay. <laughs> we, we just gotta check on <laughs> We have to check on our pie, which I didn't fuck up. Mo, however, did. Four minutes over. How's it look? I'm about to check. Should be eating it upside down. Well, yeah, then the cheese part would be on my tongue, and the burn part would be on the roof of my mouth. Did that help? Did it actually? Yeah. This is. Give me, give me my degree now. Like, why am I taking exams? Damn, I'm not gonna try it. I, I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> to get into the serious stuff the serious stuff yes no more lovey-dovey 
I'm looking through my list of prompts. <laughs> okay, wait, no, you should randomly choose one. Are you ashamed of your butthole? Are you ashamed of your butthole? Nah, nah. I just had no one be interested in my butthole yet. <laughs> yet. But like... You're still counting on it. <laughs> I fucking pray. Uh, <laughs> it's like the butthole is the butthole. Um, I think... You know, poop comes out of there. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Um, no. <laughs> I, I put it on the list because mm. I was going out one night, um, pre-COVID, for drinks with this girlfriend group that, like, I wasn't really part of, and it was, like, one of my first times, like, actually going out with them, so we were doing the whole pre-drink thing, mm -hmm. and, um, they were talking about sex, and one of the girls was like, I won't do doggy because I don't want him looking at my butthole. It makes me insecure. Which was just the weirdest concept to me that someone would be so ashamed of their butthole that they would deprive themselves of doggy style. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, did I you... don't think anyone's looking at the butthole when they're in that position, yo. I uh, think some people are looking at the some butthole. Some people? I guess it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at one cheek. Your eyes have to drift between cheek and cheek, you know. Do you ever really see, I never see the booty hole, like when I'm going through the air. I'm gonna be, I don't have a penis, <laughs> so I'm never on the other side of doggy. Like, there's obviously. So I will trust your opinion on this over mine. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think of the logistics of it. You probably see the butthole, right? How tight are those cheeks? Not really. Not really, yo. Not from what I remember. Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I've been like, my butt, my butthole's on display. Nah, it's like, because it's right, like it's already covered up. And it's like from maybe, like I see the curves of the cheeks, mm -hmm. but like there's never like any more detail. What? Because then it's just like. Is this just because you're not wearing your glasses while you're having sex? Be honest with me. <laughs> I made a mistake in the butthole for, the, for just like the, the crevasse. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> happened to me. You've mistaken the butthole? For no, I haven't. I've had my butthole mistaken. No, for real. That happens. Yeah. When yeah. you're all lubed up and they're like, oh, I couldn't even tell. Because it's just like, it just goes. You're just still going. <laughs> it just goes. And, you're like, and I'm like, I could tell. <laughs> It's, it's a completely different sensation down there. The bubble. In the Okay, wait. Okay, wait. I mean, uh, I need to reverse a little bit. You yeah. lost me. It's a different sensation for a penis in a butthole? No, it, just the sensation of having something in the butthole. Yeah, it is a different yeah. sensation. Although, you know what I recently learned from a gay friend of mine? Yeah. Is that men like having things in their butt because they have like a specific spot that it hits. And women don't have that. For real. So women who like anal only like it because it's hitting like their vagina. For real? Through the butthole. Which just shook me. That's interesting. That's really interesting. I feel like you would never think about that. There's, that spot doesn't exist in women. That is. Hmm. Now you know.
I'm going to finish this tea. I'm going to smash this tea. And then, what should I start next? I have Bella Omari uh, Pomegranate Cherry Spritzer or Bacardi Breezer Spritzer. Bacardi? Okay. <laughs> if you say so. That's actually the one I wanted to do. I'll edit this out. But are you comfortable talking about your bisexuality on this? It's okay if you're not. Literally no pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm are cool you? Yeah. Okay. Uncomfortably comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that's off limits for you right now that you want to tell me right away? Like, don't push the conversation that way? Uh-huh. We could just roll with it. We could just roll with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, a moment of silence for... <laughs> <laughs> My buddy had a, someone came up to him and uh, he was in the street and he was just this, I imagine, uh, homeless that guy and he was, uh, no, it was an Uber Eats dude. Uh, and he's like, you know why we wear these masks? Because no one fears God anymore. We talk about our sexuality and we smoke weed, <laughs> but no one fears God anymore. And that's just what that, that had me thinking. Me, me cracking my Bacardi? No, the conversation. <laughs> the, conversation the conversation we were having that I'm going to cut out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, wait. What did he mean by that? You gotta find him to get the answer. Okay, I'll find <laughs> <laughs> I um, wish I knew, like... So no one fears God anymore. So that's why we wear masks. And that's why we wear masks. Do you think you fear God? This is a sex podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Answer my question. <laughs> I think I do, yo. I think I do. I think I do in like a, a way that like my mom's always told me like make sure to fear God. Just like And I don't think it's like a scary thing. <laughs> it's like a thing where it's like Just know that, like, in technicality, someone's always watching you. Which it can be, like, a great thing. Like Santa. Yeah. That, <laughs> that you fear Santa. <laughs> it's feel like Santa. No, but for real. Um, I also kind of feel that, like, growing up, like, strictly Christian. Yeah. Um, the fear God narrative is very strong with that religion as well. Mm. And, like, I think it's supposed to be, like, a loving fear, as in, like, fear him in respect. Yeah, because God won't hurt you from what I know, from what I believe. Yeah. But I just like, I don't know if it sits right with me to like look up to someone and like love someone, but also fear them. Like it kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of my relationship with my dad where I'm like, I, I fear you and I love you and respect you all at once. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's a, a good relationship, but can it get any deeper? Like, can I ever, like, tell him anything that really matters? Not really because of that fear. Yeah. So, like, how do we sit there and pray to God, like, while fearing him? Like, how can there be that trust and fear at the same time? It's a tough question. I think, like, maybe it's something to do with, like, redefining what fear means yourself like in that moment like I think for me um, that fear in God I guess actually it becomes like a 
a love of God. <laughs> I sound very religious all of a sudden. But. Yeah, no, that's something I've heard before too, is like, the fear is love. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like that works in your mind? Like, because to me, that doesn't make sense. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think fear doesn't actually mean fear, but it's like the word that I use in the mm-hmm. case. Um, because I don't know. I smoke weed. I talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a mask, you know. So. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I like. Oh man, it's a tough question. It's a tough question. But I fuck with the big homie if he's out there, you know. I love that you call him that. Shout out, big homie. <laughs> I hope he's listening to this podcast. I hope he subscribes and likes along with all the rest of you. <laughs> Whenever I feel like I'm talking to someone who isn't you, I look at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when you were talking to God, you t- looked you at like, the microphone? Yo, big homie. Oh my God. To this reverse cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for real though, when I was, okay, just so, mm. this is going to be embarrassing to put on the podcast, but um, before we recorded this um Mo told me that he would like for me to try freestyle rapping on this huge mic he has just for the visual I compared it to like a rifle because it feels like that it's like it's angled right towards your face and the intimidation factor is up there because you've got like an actual this is just my situation you've got an actual rapper sitting there watching you rap and my rap was about Saskatoon berries like the berry from Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> real stream of consciousness, real like vibey. <laughs> yeah. So. I, on the phone. <laughs> Don't make references to it because then I'm gonna have to put it in. It's the intro for this episode. It is not. Um, how did we get on God? Where were we? Oh, I gotta check the pie. Oh yeah, check the pie. <laughs> When you lost your virginity, there's like another important date I would like to ask about. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you first come out? Like the first person you came out to, do you remember when it was and like what the situation was? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was my friend Kenneth over Skype. Or it wasn't even Skype, it was Discord. <laughs> we were talking about Discord. Oh my god, nerds. Yeah, 100%. And I sent him a message, I'm like, yo, I'm bi. <laughs> <laughs> like, unprompted? Uh, yeah. And he was like, word, welcome to the club, bro. He was also bi? Uh, yeah, no, he's gay. He's gay. Oh. He's gay, he's like, yeah. <laughs> no, I love him for it. Um, no, that was, that was the time. That was the time, for sure. Um, I always sort of had those feelings, though. You know. Um, and then this year... It's like when I start telling people like bit by bit, like it's still not even like, I don't think most of my friends know, (laughs) you know, but. Does it make you nervous to, I mean, I'm not saying I think your friends will listen to this, (laughs) (laughs) but, but does it make you nervous to like put it out on a platform where it can be shared and like Mm -hmm. be a little bit public? No, not at all. I think like there's apprehension because like. If I thought about the worst case scenario, it's like, oh, people would hate me. <laughs> but it's like, 
you know, I can't care about what those people think. And, like, every new person I've met, I've, like, really tried my best to, like, inform them on, like, me as a person. Yeah. And so they have all this new information. I just feel good as a person. I when love that. When that information is able to be, like, conveyed, like, okay, you know where I stand. You know who I am. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's a part of me. Like, it's been in my raps. And no one's picked up a, no one's picked really? a Really? Can yeah. you tell me a specific verse? Uh, yeah, I got one bar that's, like, uh, it's in the song Game Over. It's, like, uh, I got, uh, Papa sweater, now she calling me daddy. Papa sweater, now he calling me daddy. <gasps> That's <laughs> sneaky. Yeah. Um, there's this other boy I have. Um, it's an unreleased song. And it's like, a, did you fuck him? Did you fight her? What the fuck you want from me? Or lighter on the desk thinking, damn, what I could have been. Closet full of weed, pocket empty, it has been. Spent a long time in the trash bin, I'm past tense. Spent a long time in the closet, I'm fractured. Wow. So that's another one. One that was really beautiful. I love that. I'm excited for that to come out. Me too. I think <laughs> it's a special one. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a part of who I am. I try not to put too much like pressure on it because I, it feels like I like it when it's casual. Like I like dropping on my friends with this. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you live for the drama. I really do. <laughs> Sometimes the shit's so performative. <laughs> okay, I absolutely feel that. But that, I think that's totally cool too. I think like, especially right now with the whole dialogue of like, oh, we shouldn't be performative ever. I think like, nah. I think there were both ends. There's both ends of it too, right? So. Yeah. What I love about you, this is like not sex related. But, um, <laughs> but one thing I really, really love about you is that you're both performative and completely honest, even when you are performing. So like, for example, um, one of the moments I first, I'm talking to the audience now, one of the moments I first, <laughs> looking <at the> <laughs> I'm looking at the mic, um, one of the moments I first knew that I really like loved Mo as a friend and I wanted Mo to be my friend was when I saw him on in, in his ego interview, and I've already said this to you, but, and he was doing this interview, and he was speaking exactly the same as he always speaks to me, like privately, when we're like apple picking, baking, like just hanging out. Um, sorry, I just outed you for going <laughs> apple picking. <laughs> apple picking sick. But yeah, you're literally the same person when you're in performance mode as when you're just here with me in the moment. And I think it was that moment where I was like, I trust this person so much and I appreciate this person because that honesty is actually really hard to come by, I think. Like just being friends with a few different artists and performers, mm -hmm. like it's it feels very rare. Thank you, yeah. No, that's like... It's very sweet, like, to, to hear again, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I already knew, but thank you again. <laughs> no, it's like, I don't know if there's, there shouldn't be any other way to be, you know? Yeah. It, I think it'd be a shame to waste so much time trying to be two people at once. Like, that is too much to manage, hmm. you know, so. But it is also all about the performance. It's yeah. about the drama, it's about the performance. Being seen, the attention. It's, <laughs> it's life giving sometimes, for sure. Um, um, have you have you considered acting on your 
gay side. I don't know if I should call it that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I call it for me, where I'm, like, my my gay side and my straight side, because I do feel, like, perfectly split 50-50. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you ever thought about, because you're single now, do you think about maybe acting on that in some way? Is that something that excites you or, like, makes mm-hmm. you nervous? You know, I think, like, especially when it comes to relationships and things like that, I'm really, like, a person that, like, lets it fall into place. Mm. I never really search too hard for anything. Um, but, of course, there's been, like, you know, people that I've had a, a you know, a, a lust for. That I've been, like, wow, I really like you. Like, yeah. I really fuck with you. And I know that, like, I think you fuck with me, too. And all they need to know is, like, the go. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, of course I'd act on it, especially now. It's, it's, it is scary for sure because it's just, like, something new. And, like, there's obviously, uh, I don't know, growing up the way we do, like, there's a lot of internalized things that come in the way of, like, really allowing yourself to feel those types of ways. But, and, uh, like, it's... it's if a man came up to me and it like the vibe was right, hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah. That's awesome. Because the thing is, like, there there have been men in my life that made me feel the way, um, the same way. It's like the deepest relationship that I've had with women, and just like off the jump. Mm. And so. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you feel like you're fifty-fifty? I know it feels weird to, like, put numbers to how mm. you're feeling. But <laughs> <laughs> it feels really even to me. It yeah. feels, like, balanced. It feels really balanced to me. Um, yeah. I fuck with energy big time. Like, yeah. you got good energy, so I fuck with you. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, 100%. It, it feels very even to me. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel very even for you. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, a, yeah. I think maybe you're the only other person I've talked to who's who identifies as bisexual who has said that it feels like even 50-50. Mm-hmm. Most people will have a preference. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like, even like the whole conversation, I know when I was younger, people were like, if you're bi, you just need to actually pick a side, you know? Mm. Um, and like, even just like the labeling of this, like being bi or whatever, it's like, maybe a better term would be like, identify as queer. To like relieve the tension of like what the percentage is. <laughs> yeah. I should have asked honestly. Mm. I just kind of assume because queer makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't like mm. that term, but I don't think it's fair for me to assume mm. that you also feel that way. No, it's different for everyone, and that's the thing. That's yeah. the, that this is a great conversation to have about that. Um, but it's different for everyone, and uh, to be honest, like for the most part, I don't really care too much for labels. But I know that I feel that type of way. And I think that's the most important thing for me. I think for many other people, like I'm sure for you too, like it's more about like understanding the feeling than this is what I am. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's really pretty. <laughs> like yeah. I think that's really beautiful. I think for so long, that's a really good point is that it is, it is about like finally feeling like yourself rather than having a label to tell someone. Mm-hmm. Because for so long, like, I never really questioned, like, I knew I was bisexual, but people like to put labels on me a lot, mm. so there was, like, the fact that I, like, was straight passing in high school. I don't think, if you talk to me, I don't think I seem straight, and that's just my opinion on it, but, like, I think I'm straight passing visually, 
Um, no cuffed jeans here. <laughs> <laughs> no flannels, no cuffed jeans. Especially in Edmonton. Like, yeah. <laughs> no eyebrow slit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, but then in high school, there were all these rumors that I was a lesbian, which actually mm. I didn't realize would hurt me so much. For real. It just feels weird to be labeled by other people. Yeah. That's like a that's heavy because there's no you have no control over that mm-hmm. like ultimately I, I don't think you can really care about what other people think of you or like let it affect you for the most part because like yeah people will say that shit all yeah. the time and like people who don't know you yeah it's interesting okay another question yeah What's the weirdest Pornhub category you've looked into, even as a joke? If I'm watching porn, it's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, boy. that's fair. That's a valid answer to that question. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> Yo, I'm stressed now. <laughs> yeah. I can go first if you want. Yeah, let me gauge. <laughs> You're like, how weird should how, I go? Like, what do I say? <laughs> okay. Let me yeah. think. Actually, I kind of have to think about it too. Because I'm like thinking about like, what's weird to you? And should I tell you the weird stuff that I actually like? Or mm-hmm. the weird stuff that I think is funny? You know? Yeah. You know, I've definitely looked at my fair share of anime titties in my lifetime. Yeah, and I find that weird. No, I think that... <laughs> I was literally thinking that. I was like, you know. should I mention that? But I don't find hentai, like, sexy. I find it more, like, weird? Weird to watch, I guess? Yeah. But I still do watch it sometimes, because I'm like, maybe this time. It is like maybe <laughs> maybe this time I like it. A lot of it's trash. Like not that I like am a like connoisseur. Active, a connoisseur. <laughs> I like actively like I don't I don't even really watch porn much anymore. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's really bad. A lot of it's really bad. But when you step across a good one. I feel like that applies to every category, though. I feel like, in particular, with a hentai, I'm really talking about hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who knows me to zero, this is the first. This is new information to you. <laughs> Should I cut this out? <laughs> uh, That's how I feel about incest stuff. It's so hard to avoid, like the incest category, because it's the most popular, isn't it? There's like. Milf, gilf, gilf, great grandmas. Um, just me? Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know the stats on it. But it is just so hard to avoid. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, especially when I'm doing like literotica, like just like written sex stuff, because yeah. sometimes you're in that mood, you know? Yeah. Um, do you like hear people reading the sometimes i'll do that sometimes i'll get like people to i won't get them to (laughs) i'll search like people reading it (laughs) can you read me a bedtime story (laughs) (laughs) um where was i (laughs) 
Sometimes with the lit erotica. With the lit erotica. It's especially hard to avoid because I feel like every lit erotica story is about um, incest. And with porn, like the videos, you can just mm. skip it. And that's what I do. I just like, I find um, a plot that I'm like, this is morally okay to me. And then I skip the plot. <laughs> like I just want to... That's the best part of the video. <laughs> Stop. It's the story beforehand. You do not watch I, I watch the plot every time. <gasps> Sometimes I don't even get to, like, they're having sex. Like, I think that's the hottest part. Like, the, the right before it happening. No way. 100%. Yeah. It's all about getting into the mood. That is so <laughs> weird to me. Of all the things you've said, I'm like, you that watch is the a- plot? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it's so funny. Like, I... <laughs> you don't think it's funny. You like it. <laughs> both. I think it's both. It's... <laughs> No, it's both. It's both. It's like, That's crazy to me. Because, like, these people are, like, they're, they're not actors. But they're, like, ha-ha. <laughs> like, they're, they're trying their hardest. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that there were people who actually... I mean, there's plot for a reason, obviously. Like, I'm sure some people watch the Good plot. Good porn has really great plot. And it goes full circle. Like, the pizza guy will leave the house. That's how you know it's a good one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> like the thing is too, like I, I like words, you know what I'm saying? Like I like hearing people talk. Like I like a story. I'm just like the sapiosexual. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that a word? Oh my god, you don't know about sapiosexuals? Oh it's sorry, my friend group and I like make fun of it all the time. It's Because <laughs> I share this vulnerable side. Of the <laughs> friend group. Yeah, we make fun of this. <laughs> no, um, it's just, it's like, <laughs> it's these people who, um, are attracted to someone for their brain or their intelligence mm-hmm. instead of, like, anything sexual. Um, I think the reason we make fun of it is because they, like, put it forward as if they're, like, I'm bisexual, but they're, like, I'm sapiosexual, like, I'm only sexually attracted to your brain, and that's why we think it's funny, but, I mean, if that's how you identify you're valid, but don't tell my roommates because they won't say the same thing. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's a cool. <laughs> Anyone who watches the plot in porn is sapiosexual, and you should be embarrassed. Hey, you're a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, fucking weirdo. Is cool. <laughs> Being weird is the coolest. Okay, stay on that side of the couch. You came over to my house. <laughs> you're gonna bully me. <laughs> <laughs> um, where? Literotica, yeah. the, the incest plot is like in the literotica, like you can't avoid it. Yeah. And so Definitely. after I kind of get through that, I feel gross. Yeah. Like that's my one where I'm like, that didn't feel good. I mean, it did, mm-hmm. but it didn't, you know? I think sometimes it's. Okay, I might fix my tongue on this after. But I think sometimes it's okay to feel gross about the sex stuff. Because I think some in nature it's just like it's, it is sort of gross, especially like that we're able to perceive it on like this level, like that we're conscious about it. It's like, oh, I understand what I'm watching, and like to an extent, I know that it's like made up. But like also, I just watched this what looks like to be a twelve year old boy fuck his mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And it's like that doesn't make sense to me. But it, shit, I bust the nut. <laughs> <laughs> It 
It's like it's too late, you know, like. <sighs> yeah. No, I agree. I'm a big I'm a big supporter of the phrase sex is supposed to be gross. Yeah. Just in general, like porn aside, I think. Yeah, fuck porn. Sex is supposed to be gross. Man. I think it is supposed to be gross. I think it's supposed to have gross sounds like I think it's supposed to have queefing. I think it's supposed to have like sweat, hair, like whatever. Whatever makes you feel the best. Yeah, like your it's your body going through. What is like? I, I was about to say stress. It kind of is a form of stress. Some people get really stressed before sex. Yeah. Some people are really stressed about. It. So I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people are very concerned about sex being clean and pretty and like porn hub pretty you know like yeah flashing lights yeah like the slow we'll do this position into this position into this position yeah it's like a choreographed dance oh my gosh i can't do that you have to have a partner who's able to like choreograph that dance because i'm just like i will not be participating in the switching of positions <laughs> i'm are okay pretty, to just are be you pretty here. static no, I don't think I'm like static. Like I'm definitely helping, but I'm not one who's like three pumps. Now let's switch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I think like like some people are like doing dances. They're interpretive dancing in mm. my bed, and I'm just there for the, for the experience of it. Mm. It's gotta be like improv, yo. Like it's always like a new language. Of course you would say it's gotta be like improv. Yes and. Yes and yes and. <laughs> Especially if you trust the person, like that's, I think that's when the best sex happens. Mm -hmm. Like you really, cause especially I think there's a lot of room for people to like both get their desire. It's like in that moment, it's like, as long as you have that trust, you, you can't like, you can't do that dance. <laughs> yeah. Is this you saying, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this you saying that you're not really a one night stand kind of guy then like do you mm -hmm. have that trust with people you don't really know or does it have to be a relationship situation I, i've tried both situations and i think i'd i prefer i prefer being with someone for a while for sure and like learning things but then also there's like shit gets stale sometimes and like you gotta like realign and figure out how um to make it active again because mm. sometimes i know in the longer relationships i've been in when we were having sex it was like oh like we're going through a pattern right now and sometimes like in my head i'm like that means shit's dead but it's really just like that means something needs to change yeah um or you can stick in that pattern if like you're you're patient enough <laughs> um but yeah, I've tried the one night stand thing and like, it's not really my wave. I don't, I don't like giving myself out to people like that. Like I'm pretty private generally. Like I don't share too much really about myself. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I like it to be, uh, I like it to be quite a dramatic thing. It's like, oh, we're together. We've been together for maybe a while. And uh, it is nice to be able to, like, I think one of my favorite moments in sex is the like if you're able to being in the middle of sex and just stopping and being like i love you yeah like that kind of energy 
yeah. is actually really nice. That eye contact. The eye contact. That's literally on my list of things I want to talk about. How do you feel about eye contact during sex? Every time. Every time. If, yeah. I, if I can meet your eyes, I'll, I want to meet your eyes. You mm-hmm. know, um, You know, sometimes the action gets in the way of it. But, uh, <laughs> No, if I, I want to be like sometimes it's just you in the butthole. <laughs> Where is the butthole? <laughs> You're like again. I can't see I, the butthole. I'm blind. Um, no, it's like a wonderful thing because then like I know that it's you there. Like this is a, like okay, this is me and you doing a thing. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Fuck eye contact. What about you? Yeah, definitely. I think it can get a little bit much like there's times like, where i'm like stop looking at me like if somebody's going down on me oh and they're, yeah like, you can't be keeping the solid eye contact i'm like like once or twice i'm like it's nice to look down and be like you're you look so cute and handsome down there but if it's like every time i look down you're like and for the for the listener i'm doing bug eyes but it's, but it's like every time you look down they're there waiting for you to look at them it just freaks me out i'm like give me some space i feel <laughs> like if, if the other person going down and like i know if my eyes are just shut up the whole time it's like is this over yet <laughs> no have i been reading the signs wrong this whole time because <laughs> my eyes would not close my eyes you know the thing is like sometimes i've, I've been down on, and it's like wow that was 30 minutes of my life <laughs> like, sometimes well, women take that long and which is totally fine which is so <laughs> you're like that's valid but I hate it <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> so you close your eyes yeah for the most part going down okay cause then you just gotta fill it out and it's like okay where in all the Cosmo articles it says you can give me your opinion on this actually cause like in all the Cosmo articles it says when you're giving head to a man you should be like looking up at him but sometimes i'm like my no. eyeballs can't like that's so far to look up i'm already i already have a penis in my mouth you want me to look up too like how many things am i coordinating here <laughs> Quite a few. and like also like the look and that like that you give a person when your face is in this position it always looks ex- like it's an incredibly submissive type of face like mm. no matter what it's like it's sort of weird to look down at that you don't time. okay well i feel like some people would be like some people would really fuck with that for sure but like me i'm like oh i'm sorry i am so sorry (laughs) maybe someone i'm in love with like is once down the line it's like oh my oh did i overstep shit sorry (laughs) oh my god but it maybe once or twice about it's an interesting thing for sure yeah Mm -hmm. it even um i feel like it takes a while for some people to open up to the eye contact. But I also feel like if there's no eye contact at all, I feel like I'm not even there. Mm-hmm. Like I feel very disconnected from the person. And that might just be me. Cause I, if you, if you do hang out with me in person, you know that I like make a lot of eye contact and I enjoy that cause it feels like a bearing of my soul. Cause I'm not very good at hiding my emotions. Mm-hmm. So I feel like making eye contact tells you exactly what I'm, thinking and so like i'll only do it with somebody i trust but i think a lot of people just have trouble with eye contact no matter who they're with yeah some people are very timid very shy um some people are also really hurt (laughs) some people like i think 
during sex sometimes like if you're with like a hurt person or if you're hurt at the time it's like it's hard to make that connection and like you're really just looking for the pleasure and then it's like a really selfish thing maybe it can be dangerous like if you're perceiving it that way but uh, have you had that experience yeah for sure for sure there's like, i think we've all had times where it's like one of the partners wants sex more than the other mm. you know and then like okay i'll be here for you but it's like oh shit nah my mind's somewhere else and it's like yeah fuck it's a it's a thing like that for sure sometimes Especially if you're a person that thinks a lot, just like on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm a person who doesn't think at all on a regular basis. <laughs> Don't count me out. <laughs> but yeah, 100%. I think like sex, it won't always be connected for sure. But you can always try to make it as good as you can. Sex is weird, man. <laughs> it is, it is, it's weird yeah. and it's gross. And that's good. It is. I'm it glad is. we agree on this point. No, sex is cool. Sex is really cool. The older I get, the cooler I find sex. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like grade nine you who was... I was the, the point I was like, I, I didn't want sex. I wanted a fantasy enacted upon mm. me. You know, like I didn't want to deal with another person in my space. <laughs> okay. Like I wanted to be able to go wash my dick off and then like go keep playing League of Legends in Minecraft. <laughs> You know, like, yo, man, especially when I was, when I was jerking off, when I had my point of addiction, I was jerking off a lot. I'd literally, like, when the game is loading for League of Legends, like, it's maybe, like, two minutes max. I'd, I'd put my computer on slow mode, so I loaded extra slow. I'd mute my mic with my boy. No way! <laughs> Try to bust one out right in between. Was yeah. it, like, a challenge for you? Sometimes, for sure. Whoa. Yeah. But... It, it was weird. That's a weird thing. That's a weird place to be in for a kid. Especially when you're just like trying to figure out like what the, I don't I haven't even asked that a girl at this point in my life, you know. Mm. So Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I think I always feel like I'm a little bit of a an outlier, I guess, because as a girl I've also gone through that, like I kind of feel like I'm always, like, the man in my relationships where I'm, like, I'm the one who's horny. I'm the one who, like, wants to end it. Like, I'm the one who, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so I very much have gone through that experience of, like, just being in that place. Are you, would you say, like, you're a very direct person? Oh, absolutely. Like, every relationship I've been in, I've been the one who's, like, I would like to start this. But I think that just, mm -hmm. I'm just a very communicative person. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, like, when I was giving you shit for the horrible pie crust. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna cut that. The feelings really came out, huh? <laughs> horrible pie crust? It was just, okay, listener. Listener, listener. And she's about to eat the pie too. That's the thing. Like she's waiting for it to cool down so she can well horrible oh, pie crust. I'm hurt. And I love that you're communicating that. <laughs> no, I'm really good. Just okay, listener, it's gonna be delicious, but but it's not a pie crust. It's, we had to we had to resort to 
a crumble on the bottom because we couldn't get it to stick together because Mo decided that putting it in the freezer instead of the fridge because he didn't have enough time because he didn't start early enough would be just an okay idea. I think it was more so that I could have mixed it a bit more with a a little bit more water uh, in the food processor. Maybe just give it like two minutes. I think the freezer thing was okay. <laughs> it was going to be dusty ass anyways. It was going to be little crumples. Um, listener, if you're listening to this, please side with me. Um, honestly, Tay is not to be trusted. Um, okay. She sent me a text with the N-word. And no, I did not. She, I did not. Do not say that. <laughs> I do not say that. I, I'm white and people will fuck this, me up. This about. one is not a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. No. I actually did it. And that was really fucked up. Oh. And you know what the message I sent was before? I was like, yo, hey, Tay Tay, hope you're doing well. And she said, fuck you. And I was like, wow. <laughs> you said, wow, I have to hang out with this girl. We have to make a pie together. Yeah, I'm just sort of into that masochistic shit. No! Uh, Chris Rock has this joke where he's like, the only time someone will ever call me nigga is if you're fucking me. <laughs> and the only thing you better say is fuck me harder, nigga. <laughs> oh, my God. oh. There's, you know what? This might be like a little much to put out right now. But one of my friends suggested when I was telling them about this podcast idea, one of them suggested um, I cover the topic of race play. Do you know what that is? Well, you pretend to be. Or like, is it like pretending to be a race? It's like pretend like if you're in an interracial couple, mm-hmm. like specifically black and white. Like playing that up. You'll be like, yeah, master and slave dynamic. Now that's weird to me. <laughs> yeah, that's it fucked up. Like let's just put it out there. We both think it's fucked uh-huh. up. But like there's actually people who that get that do shit that. gets the shit off. Yeah, you know. I can't stop you. <laughs> but I wish I could. <laughs> you know, um, I think that shit's weird to me. Uh, it's literally after everything I've said today. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think there are people who can handle that type of thing, though. Like, I think for me, like, the way I think, like, I'd be way too conscious about that. Um, <laughs> if I was, like, trying to. And that is valid. Like, <laughs> like, I kind of, I don't know if you feel me on this, but I, in my head, I'm like, there's no way that could be healthy. Like, there's no way you. No, nah, you gotta like be sort of stupid to do that. Stupid. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you yeah, say stupid, I say like, ill. Like, <laughs> I think it's just sort of dumb. I'm like, I was watching this video of this dude Kasim G. He does like interviews, and he was um, at this. No, it's not even Kasim G. It's this YouTube channel called All Gas No Breaks. And he was at this porn convention, mm-hmm. and there's this lady who had this man on a leash, and this black dude comes along, and she's like, "You need to praise this black man. We, you need to call black men kings all the time." And I was like, "This is really weird." <laughs> this is, <laughs> and it's like this dude on the ground, like this white dude, ball, like glasses, like on a chain. I think in a way, like she was trying to uplift the black dude, but it was like. Like she just does, she just doesn't get it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, can I pull up the video? Yeah, let's pull up the video. Yo, editing, can you? <laughs> <laughs> the editor, that's me. 
It's the garage band. I'll be so quick. I will find this so fast. <laughs> like this is the board convention. Like, let me find the dude. To attain your epic ass, can you describe your exercise regime? And does it require you inserting things into your butt? I don't exercise like ever To understand that there is a lot of respect that they should have for Black King. Yes, absolutely. We're big fans of interracial porn. Are you aware that you're a Black King? Uh, no. Disconnected from the reality. She's like, this is the problem in America. Like, sh- the thing is, she's right, but wrong at the same time. Yeah. Like, this, all of that was the paradox. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, a little bit of like, yeah, you're right. Black men do have internalized racism sometimes. But like, you saying it, and you saying it in that way. You're a weirdo. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> they shake hands at the The handshake! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. The thing was that dude was so into it. Yeah. Yes, guys. <laughs> and that's the fucked up thing because he could probably is literally racist. Like why why would you be so obsessed with the race dynamic? If you were just chill. Like yeah, just be chill. Just calm down. How do, how, how do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like a king? <laughs> yes, guys. <laughs> no, no. Rewind. I'm cutting that. 
Uh, that had me stressed. <laughs> that kind of stressed me out too. <laughs> I know that's. I'm thinking about it. And it's like the thing is like it's not unusual. It's not unusual for people to like. And I think this is the weird part, the worst part of it all is like it's not unusual for like things of that sort of nature to happen. Whereas like people think they're sort of uplifting you in a way. And it's like at the end of the day, that woman and that dude on the leash is like they fuck with each other like but that dude you know he's just gonna take it like water off the back like i i think at the end of the day that situation doesn't end up being that deep but it's also like it's so fucked up that it happened mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like it's just it was nothing with those people in particular but everything about the context that they were in that made that happen does that make sense no that does make sense yeah. I I think the reporter kind of handled it well as in like giving them the space to like fuck their own lives up. They're the porn expo. Like it's already I guess like so. But just because you're doing like just because we're talking about sex does not mean there are no boundaries. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, I I really agree with that. I agree with that. With the conversation of boundaries. Is that a hard conversation or is that a tough one? Just in general, of like being able to establish your boundaries and like really share them. And like let with the partner know. specifically? Yeah, with the partner. Let, yeah, let's say with the partner specifically. I personally don't find it difficult um, because for the most part, my policy is, and this I got this from one of my best friend's older sisters and you mm-hmm. can tell. But I'll try anything once, twice if I like it. So, like, if my partner approaches me with something that they would like to try, I generally will be okay with it. Unless it's, like... Like, I wouldn't let someone shit on me. I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah, I think... <laughs> and, like, the race play thing. Like, if, if I was dating a black person, and they brought that to me, I'd be like, we're done. Mm-hmm. But, no, I don't find the boundary talk very difficult. I... I actually really like it. I find for myself after sex, I like to go over it. Not every time because I'm not like a robot. But like every so often, I like to check in with my partner and just be like, what are you liking that we're doing right now? What are you Mm -hmm. not liking that we're doing right now? And um, is there anything you want to try? I sound like a boss, like going over my employees' work goals, but It's like just communicative. It's all about communication, for real. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked about that because it's actually something I'm really passionate about because I think it's not hard and I think it's sexy. Yeah, I think it's tough though. Do you ever find it's tough though sometimes when you get asked that question? It's like, oh, what what I want to do next time? Like, mm-hmm. is it ever like, do you always have something to say? Ge- I do generally, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. But I can see how like, I mean, if you don't have anything to say and you're happy with how it is in the moment, that's totally fine, too. I'm here for vanilla sex as well. Like, it doesn't have to be... Vanilla sex can be the best sex. Yeah, for real, for real. It doesn't... It shouldn't have that negative connotation around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people always want to be, like, the freakiest of freaks. Mm. Like, that's the epitome of, like, being a sexual being, like, to be as freaky as possible. Yeah. No, man, like, 
Vanilla's cool too. Vanilla's just as cool. Yeah. Do you find it hard to talk about your boundaries? Like with a partner? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because it's usually like, oh, it's already done. <laughs> um, oh. Do you guys normally talk about this stuff after you've done it? Usually, like, maybe, like, sometime in between. And sometimes after, too, it's like, oh, how was that? How are you feeling? Yeah. Um, that question always is always asked. You know, you just want to always want to make sure that everyone's yeah. okay. Um, but a lot of times, it's just like, yeah, that was chill. It's like, okay, what? <laughs> a lot of times, I find people really don't have much to say. Yeah. Like, myself included, I usually don't have much to say. I'm all for the pillow talk. That's like one of my favorite parts of sex. I said about every part of sex. But I'm like, just the, the time after where you're like cuddling, you've already gone pee, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. come back to the bed and you're just like, was that good for you? And then you get to talk about it and mm -hmm. be like, I loved when you did this. Or like, I felt a little uncomfortable or like my back hurts or like any kind of feeling you've got to go back through it. It just feels really, I feel connected with my partner when we can do that. Yeah, 100%. Also, I need to pee. I'll be right back. I have to pee too. No, you go first, but I also have to pee. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What's up? Back to fucking attitude. <laughs> I have to pee now, but I will also be back with an attitude. I'll keep the audience engaged. Oh, you didn't say anything. Well, what did you want me to say? I thought maybe we're not live. <laughs> yeah, let the people know. Hey everyone, welcome back to okay. the to the Just Mo Show. Oh, uh, our, our, our guest has left, and uh, everything that was said earlier was fake. Sex isn't real. <laughs> Okay, here's a little story. I'm gonna eat this pizza. I think this pizza would be really good microwaved because that would make it soggy. I think the best pizza is soggy. Um, I get some people really like crunch. I'm not a Captain Crunch person. My mom would get Captain Crunch, my brother would be so happy, I'd be pissed. Captain Crunch, bro? Trying to break my jaw here? <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm the type of nigga, I get cornflakes. And you know, cornflakes are crunchy because they're crispy, but like, they're not crunchy because you need to bite through them. And I would take cornflakes and I'd put them in a bowl and I'd let that shit sit overnight and I'd eat the next morning like overnight oats. But it's soggy cereal. I think that shit's better than sex. Honestly, I get I got more of a dopamine rush when I had those cornflakes the next day because I'd put so much sugar in the bowl too. i pour the cornflakes first and then the cereal and then the milk and then a bunch of cereal, uh, sugar over top. Sometimes I put jam. That was when it was really tasty. And then sometimes I put peanut butter. <laughs> that was the tastiest. But the jam, the jam was the best. Put the jam into the cereal and then let it sit overnight and then wake up the next morning. Oh, mom, I, uh, I'm gonna watch my cartoons in the living room and eat this cereal. So that was the best. That's better than sex. Um, this podcast is called The First Cowgirl because Taya is from Edmonton. Taya's actually a hick. Um, Taya is a cowboy in disguise that loves talking about sex. Um, 
I don't know why so many people from Edmonton love talking about sex. A lot of my friends actually really love talking about sex. I've never been really like a sexual person like that. But coincidentally, it's all my friends who are like women love talking about sex. A lot of my guy friends, niggas don't really talk about sex to be honest. That takes back from the washroom. Back with an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't hear what you were saying, but it kind of sounded like you were like freestyling, like going hard. <laughs> were you? Is there a masterpiece in the drafts? I think I think you will find what I said entertaining. <laughs> I love that. Um, we do have like over an hour of recording now. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to cover? Or did you want to call it quick so we can eat our pie? One last thing. Okay. Would you ever do role play? Would you ever, like, have act? done role play? Um, <laughs> That's that shit that I'm trying to get into. <laughs> I love that the improv student is sitting here, like, oh, would you do role play? <laughs> I want to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends, like, what kind of role play you're talking about. Like, yeah, what kind are you talking about? Like, like the cheesy stuff? you dress up in your Halloween costume and do the thing. Okay, I love that. I've only really done it seriously um, once. Like, not Halloween included. Because, like, if you're already mm. in your costume, you're going to role play. I am that character. I, I am Lola Bunny that night. I'm a, be <laughs> I'm a b-baller. <laughs> I'm looking like there's a camera over here. <laughs> it looks into the window like you're on the office. <laughs> but um yeah no i have done it once and i wanted to do a teacher student role play and i went to my partner at the time mm -hmm. with this idea and they were like i don't want to they shut it down yeah and i was like i hear that and i understand that but maybe think about it because i would really like to try it mm -hmm. and so they thought about it and they came back and they were like okay we can try it but i don't know what to do and I was like, me neither. But it can't be hard, right? Like, yeah. as soon as you're there, you'll get in character, right? And so, we're there. I'm in my, like, plaid short skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my hair up. Um, and I'm seated at, like, the desk in their room. And... <laughs> and as soon as we were in the role play, I, like, made them wear their glasses and everything. I was like, sexy teacher. I wanted to be the student. And as soon as I was like, camera's rolling. <laughs> um, just, I could not keep it serious. I couldn't do it. First off, I was like, they were like, how are you doing on your assignment? And I was like, not good. I think I need help. <laughs> and, and, and they were like, what do you need help with? And then in my head, I was like, fuck, what subject is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, now I'm like, what's my backstory? What's my motivation? And so I'm like, I'm like, anatomy. I'm so bad at it. Because I was like, that's sexy. Anatomy, show me your dick. <laughs> you know? Um, and they were just like, so you're bad at anatomy? That doesn't sound very sexy. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just 
from there, like, they criticized my one piece of roleplay. They were oh. like, one, one criticism, and I was like, out oh, for the count. I'm like, I wasn't in drama in high school. You expect me to stay, stay in character when I've been criticized? Damn, yo. I would try it again, but it was just so hard. Like, I couldn't stop laughing. I think it's, like, naturally a funny situation, but you just gotta take it seriously. I think... That's the that's The, the problem is, I'm the one who suggested it, and the partner was taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't do it. But I think, you know mm-hmm. what? I think the teacher role is so much easier. It is. It is. Well, I was the one who was really the star of the show. Yeah, you gotta drive the whole scene. The, the, the sexy student? You think that's easy? Yeah, the teacher. The whole world's against them. Like, they shouldn't be doing this. But... Something about the student brings that out in the teacher. Yeah, tell me. Now you're giving me the full <laughs> Now you're into it. <laughs> no, but it just, I still think it's sexy. Like, in my mind, I'm like, that would be sexy to roleplay. Because mm. I, I did have a crush on one of my teachers when I was in high school. Yo, who did it? Who did it? <laughs> Should I say his name? <laughs> I said it. I'm going to neigh that out. You missed his shot, bro. <laughs> no, he was married. He also had many adopted children. I liked him because he was a sweetheart. <laughs> I'm attracted to the nice guys. <laughs> so anyway, about... <laughs> Tell me about your... Did you, did you bring it up because you have a roleplay fantasy that you want to share with uh, the people? You know, I think I just really love it. I think, I think, I, like, sometimes I like to laugh out loud. <laughs> I love to LOL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it'd be really fun. I think, I, I love when sex is really fun. I love, like, the whole, like, uh-huh, what's going on? I don't know, but we're having the best time yes. of our lives right now. I love when it's sort of chaotic like that. <laughs> Most of my relationships I've been with actors. And, like, I wish, like, we, we, we took the chance to, you know, use our craft in a <laughs> different way. <laughs> no, I think I'd love it. I think I'd love it. I think it'd be the most fucking fun thing ever, and I wouldn't stop, like, talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, best, best performance of my career. Oh, wish there was a camera. What, what mm. specific fantasy would you do? Is there anyone yeah. in your mind where you're like, I would kill this? I'd kill a doctor, bro. I'd kill a doctor. <laughs> You'd want to be a doctor with a patient? Uh, yeah, a doctor with a patient would be wicked. I could kill the teacher role, too. <laughs> um, I think I'd be also, you know, just to flip, I think I could be a really good student. You could be the doctor and the student. At the same time? You could, yeah, you could, <laughs> you could role play this alone. <laughs> just me and my room. <laughs> Your roommate's out. You've got... This is your stage. It's my time. Um... <laughs> I'm just seeing myself run in circles. <laughs> just naked. And, like, I'm not even, like, doing anything. I'm just trying to act. <laughs> it's like, wait, where am I in the story? Um, no, I think, I think that'd be really fun. Um, I love that you've got something in your mind where you're like, I want to try this. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like... <laughs> to the people out there, to the people listening, if you're into roleplay... Moe's fishing, you could be the fish. Shoot me a DM, uh, and I'm... <laughs> no. <laughs> Leave me alone, because if you're the type to shoot a DM about roleplaying with me, you're a freak. 
Okay, but that's but not... then actually the end maybe. Yeah, that's not bad though. I'm in love. The thing is, I'll fall in love with you. Like it won't be a casual thing. <laughs> if you're into role play and also falling in love with people, shoot him a DM. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, I love that. I'm trying to think of like role playing that would be weird. Um. Because the teacher student thing, normal. The like doctor patient pornography. Thing. Yeah, but I want to find a role play where I'm like, this is so weird, and not not weird in the. Whoa. Yeah, not like where I'm like, the fuck is happening here, but weird in the it's so specific like what about prince and the princess prince coming to rescue the princess that is my fantasy but that romantically that would be crazy okay what about <laughs> alien yeah i'm pitching this what about alien and one's the alien and one's like the human that they've like taken from earth to like study that's yeah. kind of sexy a little x-files action in there yeah yeah the background music playing <laughs> Throughout the whole time you're having sex? Do, do, do. That sounds horrible. Do you listen to music while you're having sex? Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, more often I would say it's just because all of my partners have lived with Women. other people. Yeah. I've never had a partner who's home alone. Mm -hmm. So it's always been like, we should play something to so. like distract them, which I'm sure doesn't work at all. Because am I really watching Hotel Transylvania on, like, uh, max volume at 2 a.m.? No. No. <laughs> Not with my partner, at least. Alone, maybe. <laughs> but, um, mm. so we usually put on, like, a movie or a TV show or something like that. Yeah. Rather than music. Mm. I always find music helps set a tone. Yeah. You're one of those people. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> like I make playlists and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna play. That. I'm gonna make sure this is like, before I get the calm or anything. Like I'm making sure the music's playing before. <laughs> you literally do that when I come over. Like you do that in every situation. I gotta make sure the music. Where you're like, playing. you're like, hmm, there's something wrong with this situation. Is it that there's no music? It's that the vibe is off. I'm so vibe oriented. Like, literally, the way I live my life, like, how you see me is how I do everything. <laughs> like, shit don't change. Shit don't change the way I am. <laughs> no matter the context. Like, it's all the same. At least you're self aware. No, I'm not really. I don't listen to music a lot in my everyday life, which I know to a lot of people makes me sound like a robot. But I, I'm just. There's not, just some people like that. Yeah. I'm just more into podcasts. Like, I listen to my friends' music. Like, I'll listen to yours, I listen to oh. Seth's, Mickey's, um, you know, but if it's not... Can I show you a song me and Seth have? You guys did a song together? Yeah. Is this released? It's secret. <laughs> me looking at the mic, is this released? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't dropped music in two years, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this the inside scoop? Yeah, I would love to hear it. Right. Definitely, as soon as we finish this, and then we'll eat the pie. Yo, that pie better be fucking delicious. It will be. I think it will. Tay came at my neck earlier. <laughs> I just hope we don't forget that. Can we replay that segment, editor? Uh, thank you guys for listening. Catch you next time. Tay called me a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs>